Welcome to Tony Burns View with news you can use. Tony has over 32 years of experience as a chartered financial planner and wealth manager. Tony's passion is to help you retire early and live the life of your dreams with no financial worries. Now to today's episode. Why you should seriously consider investing in specialist real estate investment trusts. Property funds have been popular with both investors and financial advisors for many years. Property is traditionally one of the four asset main classes within a diversified or asset allocated portfolio designed to minimise risk and reduce volatility. The other three asset classes are cash, equities or shares and bonds, by which I mean government and corporate bonds. By property, I mean commercial property, which is divided into three subsectors of retail, office and industrial property. Whilst there are some specialist residential property funds, these are relatively rare. Commercial property, bonds and cash, by which I mean bank deposits, term deposits and their equivalent, have traditionally been considered low-risk investments. Depending on the constituents of the fund, some commercial property funds may be considered medium-risk rather than low-risk. By commercial property funds, I'm specifically referring to OICs, open-ended investment companies in the main, and the occasional unit trust. Most investors, especially those who have a financial advisor, tend to invest in property OIC funds these days. Personally, I have had an issue with property OICs for some time. Why is this? Well, the problem is that the way an OIC, or open-ended investment company, is structured means that when an investor invests or sells the OIC, it has to create new units or sell existing units together with the assets in the fund. So if there is a large demand to sell units in an equity fund, OIC, then the underlying shares are sold quite quickly and the unit's cancelled. The problem with property fund OICs is that the underlying asset, property, cannot be sold instantly. So if there is too much selling demand, there will be insufficient cash to repay the investor. When this happens, the fund is forced to suspend trading, which means that the investor cannot sell his or her units. This is due to a lack of liquidity. I only recall this happening three times in recent history. The first time was during the banking crisis of 2008. The second time was after the Brexit vote in 2016. And the third time was during the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. On all occasions, investors panicked and tried to sell their OIC property funds. On all occasions, such funds were suspended for many months, so investors had to wait to encash their funds. I have a problem with this because OIC property funds are considered to be low to medium risk investments, yet at times they have very poor liquidity, meaning investors cannot access their money. In my mind, that makes such funds high risk. The inability to access your money when you need it is a high risk outcome. Furthermore, in order to meet the demand for withdrawals, such funds tend to keep large amounts of money in cash and not fully invested into property. This means that optimal income in the form of rents and capital gains cannot be achieved. So all in all, a poor outcome for investors in my opinion. So what is the answer? Well, I favour real estate investment trusts, otherwise known as rates. Why? 
An investment trust is different to an OIC because it is a closed-ended investment as opposed to an open-ended one. This is a crucial difference. Because an investment trust is a share, investors can buy and sell shares without the underlying investments being sold. This means that when an investor wants to sell shares at a rate, in other words, a property investment trust, he or she can do so freely without the underlying property being sold. This means that rates do not become suspended when there are a lot of sellers, so the lack of liquidity isn't an issue. Does this make rates less risky than property oaks? Well, in theory, no. That's because rates, being shares, perform like equities. In other words, they can be as volatile as other equities. However, does greater volatility mean higher risk? Well, no. Higher volatility simply means higher volatility, period. Investment trusts do not have the protection of the Financial Services Compensation Scheme, whereas OICs do. But so what? No OIC in the 60-year history of the scheme has ever failed and lost an investor money. So a claim under the scheme for an OIC failure has never materialised. So how valuable is the protection? In practice, only for peace of mind. Investment trusts such as rates do have a particular pricing anomaly. At times the share price may be at a discount to net assets or at a premium. What does this mean? It means that at times the entire net asset value or NAV of the company can be valued at less than the current share price multiplied by the number of shares. That's a premium to net asset value. Equally, where the opposite applies, that's a discount to net assets. A discount to net assets means you are effectively buying the assets of the company, primarily represented by the properties, at a discount. And that discount can be very wide at times. Will that discount narrow or widen? It could go either way, but there is a good chance it will narrow, in which case you get an extra capital gain for nothing. Lovely jubbly, as Del Boy of Only Fools and Horses would say. The other main benefit of rates is that they do not have to hold large sums of cash to repay sellers, meaning they can invest more money into commercial property and potentially receive higher income and make larger capital gains. Overall, rates are seriously worth considering if you wish to invest in property funds in order to create some diversification of risk in your investment portfolio and to avoid some of the pitfalls of property oics. But do remember that such investments are more volatile. Do you research carefully before investing or seek the advice of an independent financial advisor? You know it makes sense. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. For more information, head to www.wealthandtax.co.uk.